The Xbox Era podcast is powered by you. And if you want to support us, you can do so via Patreon. Just head to patreon.com forward slash Xbox Era. And as a thank you for your support, you get cool stuff and we get to keep doing what we do. Now let's get into it. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 103, I want to say, of the Xbox Zero podcast. As you can see, John's not hosting today. Um, Nick, I am your host. And <laughs> joining me today, thankfully, to fill in the gap is Abe, aka Mother One on Twitter. Please give him a follow. Abe, how are you, mate? I am really good. Thank you for uh, having me on your uh, organic and uh, virtuous uh, podcast. Yes, very organic and very virtuous. And of course, we have uh, Travis's brother in the producer chair behind the scenes. Say hi, Travis brother. Hello, everyone. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're not muted because last week you were muted for the first half of the show. Oh, no, I even showed my face, but I should definitely be heard. Okay, okay good. Hey, Ben, eh? Good? Yeah, been good. Uh, you know, life's busy, but I think that's just uh <laughs> i think we all kind of are, are jugglers these days and uh but other than that yeah no no complaints ma'am no complaints <laughs> at all i have complaints I have well you complaints. know i'm, yeah, I, let's I'm take frustrated it I, I have I, I keep my complaints off a of podcast let's just say that <laughs> oh, okay i i don't know i i have complaints i i have a few uh you know my team lost last night in the footy so good old Collingwood, one of our patrons, probably was there or watching it too. It was a very heartbreaking loss. But I've I've lost a bit of faith in humanity this week. I have issues. Two two issues. Issue number one is the slap heard around the world. Like I know we're late to the party because like in social media circles <laughs> one week is like six months in the world. Oh, so it's wow. like old news now. But just seeing some of the reactions to Will Smith's slap, I'm like, I'm losing all faith in people. I'm losing all faith. Like, seriously. So, Nick, I think the problem is that you uh, you had it up until last week. So, uh, so I think that's maybe where you and me differ. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, maybe it's because I'm old, right? Well, but then we're both old. Aren't you a bit older than me? Yeah, I am. Damn. Yeah, like, so, so I feel like maybe I'm not as desensitized as young kids are these days, and don't find a slap at the Oscars on national television odd. Like, I'm just like, I don't think the gravity of this is hitting people. Oh, wow. Slap someone on national television in front of billions oh, at the Oscars. Wow. Like, there's no justification for that. There's just none. Like. I'm staggered by the reaction. And I'm glad. It's turned out most of the world is actually against Will Smith on this one, which I'm completely okay with. And he has also now just quit the Academy. So I don't think he'll be at the Oscars ever again. Um, but I'm just like, wow. Wow. <laughs> well, see, Nick, as somebody who lives in uh, in America, <laughs> we've, we've had... America. I mean, America. I mean, America. 
<laughs> we've been desensitized to like everything. Uh, and I won't oh. get into, I won't get into that, but you know, I would say over the last, I don't know, six, seven years, like nothing <laughs> shocks us on our news these days. And to me, I saw a slap and I'm just like, Oh, that's a meme. <laughs> and then I just went out really? in my life. Yeah, that's it. That's really? it. It didn't affect me at all. I was like, I was like, did it really happen? You know, and I threw out. Are you serious? Yeah, that's it. No, look, my I was outside hanging out clothes, and my wife goes, Will Smith just hit Chris Rock, and screamed at him, and told him to get his wife's name out his effing mouth. I'm like, what? I'm like, was it a bit? I'm like, were they doing a bit? She's like, I don't think so. I think it was real. I'm like. No, it, could, it had to be a bit. Sometimes they do bits at the Oscars. Are you sure it wasn't a bit? She's like, no, I don't think it was a bit. And I'm jumping on Twitter and I'm looking for footage and I'm like, what the hell just happened? Like, how is this a thing? Like, we're, we're grown adults. Use your words. Like, Will Smith could have gone up there, taken the mic and gone, this joke's not on. Chris Rock knows my wife has a medical condition where she's losing her hair. He also made a Netflix documentary about how important hair is in black culture, yet still decided to make this disgusting joke about my wife. And that's not on. And then Chris Rock would have been standing there like, uh, 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 what an idiot. And everyone is on Will Smith's side. The rest of the world is on Will Smith's side. Where now he's turned Chris Rock into a hero. Everyone's on Chris Rock's side now. And he made that really crappy joke. He shouldn't have made that joke. It's a garbage joke to make when you know the context behind her condition. And he made that documentary about how important hair is. Look, it was a dumb joke to make. But that doesn't justify what Will Smith did. Like, no, it, it doesn't. You're, you're a grown like, man. You're a grown like said, man, dude. Like, <laughs> it, it, it doesn't justify anything, but I just think that... Uh... You know, like I said, over here in America, that that is way, way down the list of my of my, oh my things that that if, if I were to get it on a soapbox and start complaining about, uh, you know, start to to pick out things to uh, complain about in society that we've seen over the last few years. Uh, that is so far down the list. It is just that's between two rich guys. Uh, it doesn't register. <laughs> it doesn't register. It doesn't. I didn't feel a thing. I I thought it was funny. I mean, I thought the memes were funny. I don't want to say the situation. Oh, the memes were amazing. The memes, yeah, the memes were memes, amazing. Like, Thanks for the memes, guys. Uh, uh, we even life. got we even got an old school remix. Remember how remixes were a thing? Like remixes were the memes before <laughs> yeah. memes. Do you remember those? Yeah, yeah. And we even got an old school remix. And that song sounded amazing with the slaps and all the, ah, oh, unbelievable stuff. Unbelievable. There's probably, probably a few of them, you know. But yeah, we know we know Will Smith, uh, you know, he's been here before. The last time he had to go live with his auntie and, and uncle in Bel Air. Bel Air got into know, a little fight. His mum got a bit scared. <laughs> now, he's, now he's scared all of our moms. And so. Yeah, that's right. Know. Just, oh, man. But let me ask you something, Abe. Are you a Starfield yeah. fan? Are you a fan of Starfield, Dave? Would you call yourself a fan of Starfield? <laughs> hey, I mean, you've played it, right? You've played Starfield, so you're a massive fan, aren't you? Uh, I see what you're trying to do there, Nick. <laughs> Why don't you elaborate and then we can talk about oh it. Oh, my God. So, Lost Faith in Humanity Part 2. <laughs> I put out what I thought was 
a super innocent tweet. You know, I just saw a very odd headline from Game Rant. They put out a tweet with an odd headline that just said, oh, Bethesda thinks Starfield fans are going to lose their minds when they play the game. And I just saw that headline. I'm like, something stood out at me as a bit of a, I don't know, grammar Nazi and uh, someone who, who sort of likes things said properly. I'm like, Starfield fan? What Starfield fans? The game doesn't exist yet. How are they Starfield fans? There's Bethesda fans, and they're super, super excited for Starfield. Anyone who's watched this podcast has heard me say that I think Starfield's going to be huge. Even though I've got no interest in it, I think Starfield's going to be the next big thing. Just a hunch. Mm -hmm. But how can you be a fan of Starfield? You haven't played it. You haven't seen gameplay. You know basically nothing about it. You just know that a studio you really like is making it. So how can you be a fan of it? And man, what I thought was a very innocent nothing tweet became this thing and people were getting angry and Xbox fans took it as an attack on Starfield, even though the point wasn't Starfield. The point was it's a new IP without a game. How can it have fans? It's not possible. And then PlayStation fans were using it to dunk on Bethesda and Starfield. And I'm just like, what do you mean? Like, all I was trying to say, it's like, and this other weird phenomenon took place where all these people were like, well, what about Elden Ring? I'm like, I don't care about Elden Ring. I don't care about From. If I saw an article that said, From thinks Elden Ring fans are going to love Elden Ring. I'm like, well, there's no such thing as Elden Ring fans. Elden Ring doesn't exist yet. They're From fans. Like, am I taking crazy pills here? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> well, I think I think you're playing semantics, uh, or that's it what is. this is. It's a hundred percent semantics. Yeah, but it but is. the thing is, the thing is, those semant those semantics corrections uh, were used in the fuel of the, the console wars. So uh, that's just the thing. Uh, when you say something on Twitter, um, there is uh, th there is oh, groups man. of people. That look at everything in the context of a uh, of a of a of a narrative war, uh, and so um, so you help feel that. So you help. This is this is the most popular. Look at the bright side, Nick. This is the most popular you've ever been with Pegasus Nation, uh, and so you should. I doubt that. You know, I doubt that. <laughs> I bet you we have Pegasus Nation watching the show now because of that. I bet no, you increased I really your audience. Doubt that. They hate my guts. <laughs> Anyone who loves PlayStation absolutely hates my guts. There's a certain Discord that I know for a fact does. But like, I just, it's like, as an example, right? Pick a director that you love. Pick a director you love. Steven Spielberg? Um, James Cameron? Christopher Nolan? Denny Villeneuve. No one's good. Yeah, yeah. no one's good. I'll put, put, take yeah. Nolan. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you have a director you love. Now, you hear that that director is making a brand new movie. It's not a sequel. It's not based on mm -hmm. true events. It's, a, it's just a brand new original movie that that director is making. And the, the, the movie's called Purple Water Bottles. Okay? <laughs> now, you're not a fan of Purple Water Bottles yet. You haven't seen the movie, have you? You're a fan of uh, Christopher Nolan, and you love all the movies he makes, and you're excited about Purple Water Bottles, but you haven't seen purple water bottles so you can't be a fan of it yet the movie could suck you could hate it like mm -hmm. people could wind up 
hating Starfield. Starfield could be another Fallout 76 for all we know. We know nothing, technically, we know nothing about Starfield outside of some leaked screenshots and concept art. You can be fans of what you've seen. You can like the concept art you've seen and you think it's promising and you think it's exciting and all those other things. But you're not a Starfield fan. You haven't played the game yet, people. You haven't played it. So, yes, it's semantics. But the beauty of being technically correct is that (laughs) technically correct is the best kind of correct. (laughs) There's no such thing as a Starfield fan. Starfield doesn't exist yet. Get over it. I'm not telling you. I saw a bunch of people being like, well, can't people be excited about Starfield? Yeah, you can. Be super excited about Starfield. Starfield looks like it's going to be a cool game. You're just not a fan of it yet because you haven't played it. Because you might play it and you might hate its guts. You might hate the game's guts. And then what happens? You're still a fan because of concept art? Still a fan (laughs) then or are you just going to flip-flop? Like, nah, man. Well... So, so just just for some background, uh, and, and Nick, I think you know this. Like, uh, there, there's people that have been excited about it, and then there's an audience yeah. that keeps that keeps jumping out there and saying, "Oh, you can't be excited about that. You don't know anything about the game." And and you know, and, 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 and like you excited. said, excited. Yeah. So I I think you're on the same page as uh, most of those people. It's just that uh, I think it's just the way they took it, right? They think that you. I think Clearly. they read by they they read by what you were saying that you can't be excited for the game which is not what you said it's it's that no, it's not what i said at all be excited yeah. and that's what i mean i guess that's how you know if someone's watched the the podcast because if they had watched the podcast they would have seen me say i think starfield's going to be huge i think it's going to be the next big thing i have I no interest do. in it but guess what it's going to be on game pass so i'll probably give it a try and guess what i might become a fan then i might play it and i might like it and then i'll become a starfield fan <laughs> that's so how it what- works so speaking of that, did you ever become an Elder, uh, Elden Ring fan? Are you still playing that? I did not. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I am struggling to go back to that game. And the problem is that Kirby has taken almost all my attention away because I'm loving Kirby. Kirby's great. Um, it's very easy and that's okay. I, I like my, as you all know, I like my easy games. I'm nothing if not consistent. If a game's easy, I'm there for it. Um <laughs> But yeah, uh, and obviously now Fortnite's no build mode is taking a lot of time. Man, did you see how quickly Epic made that permanent? It was only supposed to be temporary, the no Mm. build mode. And then they're like, oh, wow, there's more people playing Fortnite than ever before. And everyone's like super, super happy building is gone. Maybe they were right all these years when they were saying that building sucks. And we should get rid of it. Um, have you played it at all? With no build? No, I am not. I, I've never been uh, a Fortnite guy, but it, it, you you, it, was, it. Beca- it was because of the building. I just, I, I watched that stuff and I was had no interest. Plus, you know, it's I was playing. <laughs> Plus, you know, I, 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 I'm a, a Halo whore. So, I mean, that's where I usually put all my time in. Uh, but, you know, yeah. it does bring up. It does bring up a good, uh, you know, good point about how quickly things can change. Because I was on a uh, on a ch- in a chat with a bunch of buddies just a couple nights ago, and and you know they were talking about jumping back onto Fortnite, and they were like, "This mm. is these are guys I play Halo with," and yeah. you know, uh, and they're talking about jumping back on that. And I think it does show like how quickly these like live games can evolve. Uh, and we saw yeah. it the first time 
first time, right? So so for anybody that ever says, I, I just bring that up because, you know, anybody's saying that, oh, Halo's dead or they screwed up. It's like, no, you just come out with the mode people talk about and you're, you're right so. back in there, right? That's all it is. Yeah. And then people you, start you talking play chats. It because he, here's, okay. the, here's a little secret about Fortnite. It's actually a rock solid third person shooter. Feels great to play. The gunplay is incredible. And this is why people have been crying out for a no build mode for so many years. Because the game is so good to play. And then the building just gets in the way of it. Like it's just this. I understand that it's Fortnite's point of difference. I get that. And I also understand that that's why Epic have been so hesitant to get rid of it. Because it's Fortnite's point of difference. But the problem is that the game feels so good and the building just gets in the way of that and it ruins the experience. Like, and you know, we talk, we've talked about accessibility many times on this podcast. Removing the, the building actually makes Fortnite more accessible. My yeah. six-year-old son now wants to play Fortnite more because the people he's shooting can't build hotels, which he can't <laughs> cope with. He's, he's six. He knows how to point and shoot, but he's not going to bother learning how to build and when he suddenly sees this hotel appear he's just like whatever when now he can shoot people and they can't build a hotel to protect themselves so he feels better like he now goes more into it so they've actually had more people playing it because of the building so so many people now that i know that are like man i'm gonna start playing Fortnite again now that zero build is there it's I'm still just, not a battle royale guy, though. I I, I, I don't know. It just uh, takes a, well, a hey, level. Hey, of Halo's going to get one, mate. So you better start liking it. <laughs> it's, you it guys just don't takes... have to believe me, but Halo's going to get a battle royale. It's going to happen. I think it's going to get a big mode, um, and, and it might be a battle royale. But I'll still be playing things that I can jump right back into the game. I that whole like creeping around with no weapons or or I don't know. That's just I don't have the patience. Oh, you for that. usually. You usually get weapons pretty quick in mm. battle royales. My my thing is that because I mean we may as well talk about Halo anyway because Halos had that didn't they just put out a sort of kind of update? You two would know better than yeah, me. yeah. Didn't they, they did. just put he, out a kind of update. They put out a book yesterday online uh, <laughs> with, yeah. with all the with all the issues or all the uh, the feedback they've gotten and what they're doing. Uh, and it's only it's addressing everything except for the progression and cosmetics and all that. So they're going to do that next week. But yeah, they threw okay. out they, a lot of updates for what's coming down the road or how they're handling the feedback. Ah, oh, okay, good. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, Halo's a weird one. Like, because I, I don't know why in the last week or so I've seen a lot of people. I don't know. Is it because of the TV show? Like, like I find it odd that. And I don't know if you guys addressed this, but so uh, by the way, I've seen the Halo TV show. Thought it was okay. Not a bad first episode. Like there's something there to work with. It was cool seeing myself on the big screen. <laughs> um, that was enjoyable. It's just, it's funny. We're like we were watching it, and my wife's like, "He really does look like you, doesn't he?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's actually kind of creepy how much he looks like me. It's actually like really weird how much he looks like me." Um, but when I saw, and, and this is what worries me about 343, right? So they're the overseers of Halo, of the franchise, mm -hmm. not just the games of everything. They're involved mm -hmm. in the TV show. They're involved in any potential movies. They're involved in books. They're involved in all of it. So when I saw that update, 
and I see, oh, Halo TV show stuff's probably going to come to the game. I'm like, where you been? You guys knew that about TV it. show was coming. So the the, the issue on the Young Man Halo show, we figure the issue really does come down to how much of this show and the game were both delayed in the in show was delayed to be very much in we just need to get this out mode and we'll they're they're getting a season two the the game's gonna be around a long time so uh, apparently you sound like a robot later apparently you what? sound like a robot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing it in the chat. Everyone's like, sound like. Yeah, let me get rid of that Firefox. I was trying to show off the show. Ah, uh, uh, and and me too. Everyone's like, uh oh. We Do we all? Like we also. No, right. no. It's it yeah, happened yeah. when I opened Paramount Plus. Uh, okay. So, so do we still do we sound, sound like now? robots? <laughs> I'm seeing so much of the Rob, but it sounds funny. Yeah, it looks like we do. Let me see. Hold on. Okay, we sound okay now. Yeah, it's okay, when I, it was when I closed Paramount Plus. Fuck you, Paramount okay. Plus. <laughs> <laughs> oh All my right, God. so we're good now. All right, sounds we're good now. But we're back to normal. All my right, cool. My thing was, like, you guys know that the TV show is coming. You know more than anyone that the TV show is coming. You're also making the game. Mm -hmm. How How is it possible you didn't already have this stuff ready to go to coincide with the show coming? And more than that, Master Chief has been in Fortnite, correct? Why yeah. would you not put him back in the store? just in time for the launch of the TV show. Why wouldn't you organize with Epic to get the Master Chief back into the Fortnite Is he not in the store anymore? I didn't even know that was a thing. No, they uh, come in and out. They rotate them in and out. Um, why? Like, I don't understand why you wouldn't put the Chief rotating, get him rotated back in in time for the TV show to do some more marketing. Like, just... I mean, it, it could oh, be, I don't know. It could be the timing. Like, yeah, uh, like... Uh, like uh, I'm oh, sorry, but 343 feels so rudderless to me at times. They feel incredibly rudderless. It's just, I don't know. I, I just, I, I, I understand delays. I understand issues. I understand this, that, the other. But everyone has that. All studios have that, whatever. There's, there's a basic level of coordination that needs to be happening here with a property that you oversee. A very big property one that's quite important to microsoft and it's just yeah how, how important do you like i don't know like I, I i'm looking at it like uh you know and, and and i hear like like a lot of the feedback obviously you know uh soul gives us the update on what uh reddit tells us every you know every <laughs> week <laughs> and, and so we're, we're very well aware of like the the halo fans outcry and everything uh, I guess I just take a little bit more of a, um, uh, like I step back and just kind of realize, okay, you, you brought Staten in like months before the initial date. Uh, he hmm. probably 
you know, probably pro it sounded like they prioritized certain things and it's like, let's just make sure that whatever we do hit, you know, is, is not buggy and glitchy and everything else. And, uh, and I think they're, you know, like, I, I think there's just a list of priorities and matching up with the show to me is not even like with the game. I mean, that's kind of like, that's such a peripheral thing. Like I, I, I don't feel like uh, even amongst the, the people in the in the community that are very hard on three four three these days, I don't think that's a big thing on their list. Like right, that's probably just not at the top of the priority list. And if they did get behind, if there was anything like maybe it was in the pipeline, but then they were just like, you know what, like this isn't the most important thing. We need to you know prioritize all this other stuff. And I'm looking at that list. Like we were looking at that list yesterday, and it was like, all right, we we need a week to like digest this because there's a lot. Uh, there's a lot of things, you know, and I think to the people that play the game, the show is kind of like it's out there. Some of them, you know, are staying with it. Some of them aren't. And it's I, I don't think that the two are going to for now impact each other that much. So that's just my opinion. No, but, it's um, not, but it's not about the impact per se. Like, I understand that the two things won't impact each other. But to me, and again, maybe this is just I have a weird way of thinking. To, to me, it's a statement of how in sync you are as a studio. It's a it's a statement of how organized you are. It's a statement of how coordinated you are. Oh, yep, cool. We've got a TV show happening. Yep, uh, we've organized Master Chief in Fortnite. That's going to release just before the TV show to give that little bit of a marketing bump. And yep, we're going to have the skins ready for the multiplayer. We're going to have a Halo TV show event in the multiplayer where you unlock a bunch of skins that relate to the show. And it just shows that you're handling mm -hmm. things. It shows that you're coordinated. It it's not fair. about the impact. It's showing that you know what you're doing and, and you know how you're handling this franchise. And just well, me as a person, you know, we were talking before about Starfield fans. I'm a Halo fan, but I'm not really a big 343 fan. That's the other way it can work. Because the, the, the sad part is there's so much about 343 that I love what they've done with Halo. Like, I think 343's Halos are the best feeling Halo games. I think they feel far better than Bungie's. I think 343 have made the best looking Halo game in Halo 4. That is the best looking Halo game there is. I understand that in the moment, it's not going to be the best looking Halo game in the future, but I'm saying for its time and the hardware it was on, Halo 4 is undeniably the best looking Halo game. It it looks incredible even now in the Master Chief collection. It looks amazing. So there are good things 343 has done. My issue is they just don't seem to be able to manage this franchise very well as a whole, as an as a as a as an IP. Not just the games, just as an IP, they don't seem to be handling Halo very, very well. Why isn't Halo Spartan Strike on Xbox? I know that's not a big deal. I know, but, but, it, but it goes further to my point about being coordinated and being in sync and knowing what you're doing. Yeah. Why, why would you have this one random little twin stick Halo game not on Xbox, but everything else is? Spartan Assault is. Like it's just, I don't know. They're they're frustrating me. Three, four, well, three like, are frustrating me. I, I think it's fair to say that 
they're not all in sync right now. And I and, and I think it's fair to say a lot of AAA developers weren't in sync over the last couple of years. Um, and, you know, and yeah, they had, we know, they. I mean, they switched out the, the leader of the entire game. I mean, Staten mm. isn't the, the studio uh, head, but he is the game head. Like everything yeah, goes yeah. up to him, right, on the game. They switched out the, the leader of the game months before its original uh, release date. So obviously things weren't in sync, you know, and, and I think anybody kind of just heard behind the scenes, they had issues with the engine, but, you know, so yeah, they've had challenges. Uh, and I think even some of that stuff came out, um, you know, by, by Schreier, like he put out some stuff, you know, like right when the game released, it's like, yeah, they had all mm-hmm. these things. And so I, I, you know, I do think there is a, a, a sense to me that they've been kind of like reorganized. This is just my impression. Uh, mm-hmm. When I listen to kind of state and talk, it's like, it's like he doesn't really focus on all the the negative stuff as much. We know it exists, but I he 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 kind of paints a picture of of yeah, we're like we're we're getting things organized. We're trying to get things set up for the future, and so I don't know what situation he kind of came into. So I think it's only fair, like for myself, and I get like fans don't need to be understanding. Fans are just you know consumers. Just it's not our problem, right? But so mm. an average consumer. But as somebody who like I think. Uh, is a little bit tries to be closer to the situation. I, I would say that um, it's fair for people to wait and see what happens once they do start to get things, you know, on track. And you know, we know yeah. they're hiring right now. And you know, and yeah, they, three four three had a lot of contractors. They had a lot of changes with leadership, and that so you can't say say it was smooth or say it was all going well. But could they could they get it together um, under state now? I. I, I'm giving it a chance and I think they have a really good mm. foundation and I think we'll, we'll probably know more like when season three comes around, like when we see forge launch, uh, you know, when we start to Call see, up. yeah. Like when we start to see that stuff coming down, if things come in on fire, like it's a year later and it's still things look like they're herky jerky and messy. And then I think it's fair, but I think for now it's it, it the, the community probably um, like, we know three four three hears all the the feedback. They made it clear in their update. <laughs> they pretty mm-hmm. much they pretty much addressed every complaint Reddit's had about them uh, when it comes to the the aspects that they were covering. And so we know they're hearing it. So I think you just, for me, I'm I, I think it's fair to give them a shot to try to get in order the things that were out of order. Uh, mm. Which which again, like we know that we know they were out of order. Otherwise, you don't need to change. You don't have leaders change multiple times down the home stretch of a, of a big AAA IP and, and say that everything is just like hunky dory. Right. Yeah. Mm. So, I mean, it's fair. I think it's, I think both can be fair though. I think it, you can be fair to say it looks like it's still, they still haven't got it together yet, but I, but it doesn't mean they're not doing the right things. Right. So we will yeah, know yeah. more of that in time. So. It, it's funny. I, I've sort of ruined it now, but we actually got a community question about this from Kate forever. <laughs> uh he basically alluding to what i was talking about yeah so i just saw this article and was honestly mortified for halo infinite moving forward and he's linked an article about the halo tv show content now i could go on a tangent about how bad the show is and how it shouldn't have anything to do with the games but i don't want to bore upset people your thoughts panel well we just sort of covered our thoughts um especially me about how i just think they're not all that coordinated having said that we did get halo content in among us (laughs) 
<laughs> so there's a little Master Chief character, and I think I, I don't know how you get it. I think you have to log in or do something. But uh, there's they've put the Master Chief in Among Us, so that's oh. something weird, weird that they could organize that, but then didn't get the Chief back in the Fortnite store again. For like some I reason, literally... I think the development the development time on that doesn't look like it's that intensive. Oh, it's just <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, yeah. um, just play the game, and you automatically get it. Ah, okay. okay. I thought so. I thought that's what it was. Well, my daughter plays Among Us, so I'm going to tell her to play it. Um, <laughs> super Chat. Drawn TJ. $5 Super Chat. Hi, guys. I'll listen later or tomorrow. Just relaxing in the hot tub after I work out. Have a fire show. Hot tub would be nice right now, wouldn't it? Yeah, that it would be, be really nice. Good. Especially here in Michigan, where it's, uh, it's still cold. It's still winter outside. Yeah. So, Abe, something mm. very interesting. A few weeks back. I think it was only a few weeks back. Um, I think I had... I can't remember if it was on... I think it was on a rumor mill where I talked about the current plan with Microsoft was there would be a May show and a September show. Like two days later, ESA sends out a bunch of emails. E3's on. And all of a sudden, it could be that there was a shift in those plans. And it's like, well, no, Microsoft's going to do an E3 show now. And I'm like, ah, oh, well, what do you do? The timing of that sucked. The plan at one stage was May and September. Only a couple of weeks later, after saying E3's on, E3's now cancelled. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> so all of, all of a sudden, I've had people straight away being, oh, well, hold on, does that mean the May show's back on? Guess what? I asked my source the exact same thing. <laughs> is, the, is the May show back on now? They're not sure. We're, we're trying to find out what the plans are. Hmm. but Jeff has um, looks like he's kindly taking over yeah. the June gaming show duties from E3. Um, not sure how I feel about that though. No, I, I, I think I, I, I know how I feel. I mean, I, I don't expect E3 to ever return the way it did, um, but I think it, hmm. it, it, for these companies, um, it's just, I, especially for, um, you know, for, for Sony or for some of these other companies that uh, it, it doesn't make sense for them to do this one, you know, giant show and try to go head to head with, you know, especially as Microsoft's taking up the studios. I just feel like it just makes sense for these companies to try to do their own things at their own times and they own the mind share. Yeah, I think I'd prefer you that know. as well. Like if, if you're yeah. not going to have the traditional E3, like I understand E3 as a concept is a bit antiquated. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. In in today's world, the the premise and E3 and concept of E3, as we all know it, is a bit antiquated because, you know, MVG made a good point. So I quote tweeted Luke Plunkett, an Australian video game journalist from Kotaku, because he was like, oh, you know, Jeff Keighley's thing is a bunch of ads. And I'm like, dude, E3 is a bunch of ads. Like, to us, the people that watch it... Hold on. To us, the yeah. people that watch it, not the people that go. Right, right, For right. the people that watch E3 on YouTube or Twitch or whatever, uh-huh. E3 and Jeff's stuff are the same thing. It's a bunch of ads. You're being shown trailers for games. They are ads. That's all you see. So it's exactly the same thing. But then MVG jumped in and made a good point. He said, well, no, E3 is a trade show. And for us that go there, we make connections. Games get signed at E3. Mm-hmm. Publishing deals get made at E3. But, which is a great point. 
but I was more taking the stance of all of us that watch it on YouTube or Twitch. Like it's the same thing. It's ultimately just a bunch of ads. So I'm not going to knock Jeff for that. My thing is more, I didn't like Summer Games Fest last year. It, it, it yeah. felt disjointed. It felt uncoordinated. It felt, I don't know. It, it just, it wasn't it for me. I'd no, rather, if, if E3 is not going to exist, which is like, okay, fine. It's sad because we all grew up with it. It was exciting. Again, it is very antiquated. It's, it's an old school thing. Yeah. If you're not going to have E3, then let everyone just do their own thing. Let everyone have their own shows when they want to have them, their state of plays, their Nintendo Directs, their inside Xboxes or Xbox games showcases, whatever they want to have, EA Play, let them all do it when they all want to do it. Because in the end, if you think about how gamers trademark copyright work these days, it's actually probably better if you spread it out across the year. So there's always something going Mm -hmm. on rather than everyone just waits for June. And like between June and June, there's nothing going on. So if anything, it's probably better to spread it out. Well, and for the developers too, right? Like you, you don't and have this, the developers. you don't have this arbitrary date in the middle of the year. Like I, I'm sure, you know, a lot of people who are Xbox fans have probably seen like the Halo 2 development uh, video where it's like, yeah. you know, you, 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 they spent so much time and resources just trying to get a, a demo up. That was yeah. based wasn't even using the game engine. It was That's like right. basically it wasn't it didn't help them with their their actual development at all. And yeah. so like, but that that happens a lot, right? And I I'd say the flip side of it though, I think the it would be nice to have a thing that that draws all the companies together and draws the communities together because mm, mm. uh you know one of the things on my bucket list that it doesn't look like i'm going to get to do is uh to go to an e3 right like yeah it would be cool to go there meet people from you know the communities and, and uh just kind of feel that energy once and you know then you get all that the one cool thing about that is it does bring kind of everybody together right and then you have yeah you know, even if you're, you know, even if you're an Xbox dude, you watch the PlayStation stuff more if you're vice versa. And I think that gave him a chance to kind of um, branch out. So and I don't he, know. If he, he actually just put out a tweet that kind of goes into the whole this year versus last year thing where it was very spread out. And yeah. He mm-hmm. put out a tweet that says uh, the part of it is we're working hard to bring the entire industry and fans together in the month of June. So just saying. Yeah, that so he's one just month, trying to replace A3. Yeah. So if he's replacing yeah. E3, keeping it tight, I think that's, that's a okay. good thing. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. I don't mind that. Yeah, and, and and the one thing I will give Keeley credit for, you know, I know it was like back and forth on on him personally, but I look at where his Game Awards show was, like say seven years ago. Where was I? Can't remember when he started it, but like I remember Roughly. there was like that. Yeah, that disaster one he had with uh, God, who was that that comedian that was sitting in there with them? The time oh, they. Ro- um... Oh God! You know I what know, I'm talking about. I know about. exactly who you're talking about. I know exactly who you're talking about. But he's he's got one of those forgettable names. If someone in the chat can remind us, what is his name? He's this comedian that like it was doesn't so read cringy. the room very well. Yeah, um, it was such a cringeworthy show. You got it was it was so he was making I, fun I just, of everything. He was making yeah. fun of everything and everyone. Yeah. Oh man, so, it's killing so, me now that I can't remember his name. 
but I think the gist of it, for anybody who's watched uh, Keeley shows over the last few years, oh yeah, it's Joel McHale. That's who it was. Joel McHale. Thank you, Winter yeah. Shoulder. Yeah, he was awful, by the way. Joel McHale. <laughs> just, yes. He was just absolutely terrible during that during yeah, that game award show. Um, but you know, I just see how much how many steps he's taken. It seems like every year he's got it a little bit better, a little bit better, and so the trend is good. So I have well, to. I mean, again, he's influencing the Oscars now. Yeah. Like. Seriously, he's influencing the Oscars. The Oscars went and put a bunch of unimportant awards and gave them out before the show started, which is kind of disrespectful, if I'm being honest. Like, I don't like that Jeff does that. Um, And then they had movie trailers during the Oscars, and it was just like, it's like they've been taking notes. Because remember, viewership, viewership on the Game Awards far outstrips the Oscars. Like, yeah. it's not even close. Um, and, or at least in the US, anyway. Um, and just, it's clear that they've taken some notes from Jeff, which is a pretty yeah. big compliment for him to be paid that the Oscars have taken some cues from him. Um, so let's see. I I would say, like, you know, Phil Spencer's on what he's on the ESA or whatever. So if that stuff goes away, like maybe they can maybe they can work with Keeley to try to reimagine what E3 was, right? They could. And if there's a possibility Hopefully. of that, and and if Keeley is the way to do it, I mean, uh, you know, I know like people in the Xbox community feel a certain way about him sometimes, but I I, I think that he's shown that he can do a good job organizing these shows. Uh, and I and think they did work out. with him. Like last year's show was a part of Summer Game yeah. Fest, and he hosted a pre-show and stuff. Like they'll, they yeah. are very happy to work with him. Yeah, mm. I, I, I think he's shown that he's malleable, and uh, you know, and, and Xbox has leveraged it right. Like they leveraged the yeah. Game Awards pretty well for marketing, and uh, I would expect them to continue to do that. So I think that that could be that. So we'll give a we'll give that a shot. So maybe E three is dead in. Um, in the way we it's used traditional to know it. form mm. yeah but maybe it's reborn maybe there's a spiritual successor to it so uh so i would still keep hopes out for that and and because of that i would say if if this is all just sort of happening and it wasn't known for a while then i would guess you know and this is just a guess maybe microsoft is like all right well let's see let's let's go talk to him and figure this out and, mm. you know maybe whatever were dates. weeks apart yeah like, i know that is go weird. How do you go from emailing saying E3's on to a few weeks later saying E3's off? What? Yeah. what? Like, how does that <laughs> even happen? So, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Hopefully Microsoft. Oh. I was going to say, hopefully Microsoft still does the May and September and then still has yeah. something for June. There's no, I mean, Sony just had two in March. Like, there's no, yeah. re, there's no rules to this. No, and that's what's cool. Whatever they want. Yeah. Like, and that- and that's what's going to be cool about this going forward is that they can change the rules now, right? They can spread it yeah. out, and maybe, and maybe it's not just, you know, it isn't just this one show that all your studios are trying to like get demos for. Mm-hmm. It's like when you're when you're ready, you know, like okay, you're ready, you'll be in that show that's three months, you know, down the road, and and somebody yeah, else yeah. is going to be ready later, can be in a different one, and and I think that'd be cool too. It, it, it's good for us too. I mean, it keeps. Mm. <laughs> keeps the conversations going throughout the year yeah i like having a regular cadence of stuff i I actually prefer it that way as as fun as e3 is um and we actually have a community question about this too 
okay. good old Collingwood. My man, good old Collingwood. Commiserations <laughs> to our pies. Uh, joy and sunshine, Nick and Jesse. And belated Mother's Day greetings for John's missus. With the news that E3 won't be happening at all, there are still big gaming events happening this year. John, well, John's not here, so Abe. Will you pack the family in a camper van for an August holiday in Cologne? What? Gamescom is happening? What a coincidence. And Nick, PAX Australia is on for the second week of October. Will you clear your schedule? With luck, you might be able to get some interviews for Xbox Era. Good old Collingwood. Yeah, PAX Australia is on, which I was surprised to see. Um, and PAX Australia is like, it's held where I park my car when I go to work. That's where PAX is held every year. Um, I may try and meet up with a couple of people. Like, I might see if any of our friends, patrons, I might try and catch up with Diana because I think she's going to be at PAX Australia. Um, I've been, like, I've been in the past. It's actually not a bad show. Like, a uh, show. Not a bad um, event or whatever you want to call it. Um, I don't mind PAX Australia. I may try and get down there. In terms of interviews for Xbox era, I don't know what I'll do. I'm not good at that stuff. I'm not a Vox Pop person. Like, maybe, you know what I'll do? Maybe I will get John to pay for, like, one of those mics that you stick into an iPhone for me. And I'll just take my iPhone around recording and talking to people and, I don't know, and see what happens. Hmm. Are we robots again? Are we? I don't know. Are we robots? I, I just saw Somnia. I just saw Somnia say robots in the chat, Uh-oh. and I'm like, God, are we robots so, again? Somnia, that's fine to me. Okay. Okay. Um, so Shut yeah, up, I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know. So yeah, I'll I will try and get down to Pax if I can. Um, but we'll see how we go. Maybe maybe Pax takes over from E3. I don't know. Maybe Pax can start doing a stream of some sort. Maybe Xbox era could do something. I mean, me and Jeff Grubb already have the annual Christmas <laughs> show. Maybe we should try and turn that into something. Maybe we should have our own, like an Xbox-focused Xbox era show thing. What do you reckon? Is that what we should build to? We should, but it should, should be here in the be here in America. <laughs> nah, don't do that. Got to think of the Just Aussies. Bring sometimes. your bulletproof vests. <laughs> you, have to, you have to think of the Aussies sometimes. Now, the other, I guess, big news of the week. So we had heard the rumors uh, about Spartacus being revealed. Mm. You know, I had been told, yep, we're definitely going to see the new PlayStation Plus stuff this week. I, I, well, that, actually, you know what? That weaves into this discussion. We'll talk about that. Mm. Uh, but Sony did finally reveal their PlayStation Plus revamp. And it's funny... I saw all the talk being about how day one games aren't part of it. We knew that was coming from back right. when the fir- from back when we first heard rumors about Spartacus. They said it's not going to have day one games. There's going to be a basic tier, which is PlayStation Plus as it exists. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a higher tier, which has like the streaming with PS4 games and blah blah. blah. And then we're going to have the highest tier, which will have retro games and yada, yada, yada. It was basically exactly what was rumored and leaked two months ago. So I don't know why people seem shocked about this PlayStation Plus update. It's exactly what we expected. Um, Personally, it's meh. 
It just seems like, to me, I'll say the same thing now that I said back then. This just feels like PlayStation Now is kind of failing. Sony probably didn't want to ditch it. So what they did was they just merged it into PlayStation Plus, which makes total sense. Mm. Like, Microsoft has streaming as part of their subscription. Why wouldn't they just have streaming as part of theirs in tiers? To to me, it makes total sense that Sony would do this. Um, Does it suck in a way that backwards compatibility is behind a paywall? Yeah, sucks a little bit. Nintendo's done the same thing. Um, I would have thought that... Here's the thing that I don't see many people talking about, surprisingly. And this is the part that shocked me. Not the day one games, not the BC being behind a paywall, none of that stuff. Here's what shocked me. You now have this encompassing, all-encompassing, all-in-one subscription, which has your streaming, your online play, your free monthly games, blah, 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 blah. Why are cloud saves still locked behind this? Because they can. Why? (laughs) Why? Because they can. Make them free. (laughs) Like, seriously, make you have these tiers now. So, Mm. your basic tier should just be online play and a couple of free games a month. And then, because in the end, people are still playing online for COD and stuff. Mm. Like, why are cloud saves still tied behind this? This was their opportunity to make cloud saves free. Like, come on, you... Like, well, that goes to the whole point of like, I don't know. I feel like I'm, I, uh, I wasn't expecting day one games. Not today. no, I that, think, that's not going to happen think, yet. It's going to no, happen. Mark my words, so. it's going to happen, just not yet. Yeah, and, and I th- when you hear Jim Ryan say, what is it? Only a few months ago, he was saying <laughs> he wants he wants God of War played by 100 million people. You're not going to sell five times more PlayStation fives than you did fours right so That's right. so there you start doing the math there's only there's only there's not that many ways to get to 100 million people playing and, and i know that was just a that wasn't like some people say well it's not literal but i i think he's setting the table for their investors and for place you know for oh. kind of kind of building the the, the runway right try to like in the minds yes. of people he's warming them up he's softening everyone up yeah this is what i was alluding to on twitter as well he's just yeah People, I, I feel for Jim. <clears throat> I actually feel for him. Like, he's in a weird position. <laughs> he, he I, I seriously do. I feel for him. Like, he, Jim Ryan has to think of the hardcore PlayStation fans that are all about, nah, $70 games are art, and we want to support our developers, and blah, 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 blah. So he's got to think of those people, because look at the mm. shit fit they threw when PlayStation games came to PC. Mm. They're slowly getting used to that now. They're still yeah. not fully accepting of it. You know why? Because they haven't done day one yet. Not yet. With any of the big ones. Um, so he's got to think of those hardcore fans because I, you know, people laughed at me on Twitter. Oh, you think businesses make decisions based on fans? Well, they kind of do because fans are the ones that give them the money. Yeah. Like <laughs> in the end, those hardcore PlayStation fans are the ones paying for those seventy dollar games. So yeah, they do think of the fans. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, that that's like one of the things that really kind of I don't want to say bothers me because it does, none of it bothers me. Like gaming's great, like uh, PlayStation will be fine, Nintendo will be fine doing you know, and, and I and I I keep hearing that, but that's like to me that's not the point. The point is like 
like this whole idea, like, and I heard that over and over. It's like, well, you know, they don't need to, to make a subscription, like anything. It can just be the side thing in the background that doesn't mean anything. No. And it's, it's a small rebrand, blah, blah you know, the, what, the, my question is for like people, for these types of narratives where it's like, where it's like, oh, well, you know, like look at Nintendo, they're doing their own thing. Why do you want PlayStation to become Nintendo? <laughs> yeah. Nick. And you should be able to speak to that. You know, why do you want like like Nintendo who can charge you eighty dollars for a cardboard box that can charge you for online play where you have to use Morse code to find your friends, mm. right? Like like that that doesn't give you back any sort of you know backwards compatibility. Like that you just mm. keeps reselling you the same game over and over again. Like why why is that? Would that be a good thing? Like I mm. I get people like saying like I want these corporations to, to innovate in their own ways and try to create their own like lanes and because that kind of expands the amount of you know innovation and people they can yeah. appeal to but you still want to have overlap right like like I, to me it's the same thing as like uh, you know somebody in Xbox saying well we don't want Xbox to make any single player narrative driven games because. You know, they they need to do their own thing. It's like, no, you you want to see you want to see some overlap because that's where you get other competition, right? And then you mm. can have innovation within that lane. And Sony doesn't need to do exactly one to one what Microsoft is. Um, they didn't do that with trophies, right? Like trophies were their own no. spin on achievements, and they did a good job mm. putting their own. Yeah, you know, I, I prefer trophies. I like how trophies do it. Yeah, I, I like think them more. Some people would say they passed them up right over time. So, and I know that's, 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 a, that's subjective, but, um, but you know, like, but that's, the, that's kind of the point. You still want to see uh, that competition. And so I, that, that does kind of uh, irk me a little bit just because it's so pronounced. Like if you go to like Twitter and like you're saying, Nick, I do think what customers say, like on a, when it gets to be like a, a loud ramp up within the base, it does matter. We've seen that with Microsoft, right? Mm. They announced gold yeah. is going to double. <laughs> they get that backlash. It's like, oh, it's like right. they pull that back in, the, in a minute. And, you know, we've seen it with other things, you know. Uh, so I just think that that stuff does matter. And if you're going to continue to go. Yeah. So if you're going to continue to if your loudest, most passionate fans keep going, we don't want this. Uh, like that's you're not going to do it. It, it, it doesn't help right and uh and, and the day that they announced that something like god of war is coming day one to uh to the highest tier of whatever playstation mm. has all it does is raise the stakes for people that are on xbox too right like that helps yeah. everybody right so it's oh I, yeah if i was microsoft if i was microsoft i'd be hoping sony never does it right if right. i'm microsoft this i would great. be hoping that sony never puts their games day one on playstation plus Right. They will, but if I'm Microsoft, I'm like, please don't. Please right. don't. Because Sony will gain so many more subscribers to that highest tier than what Microsoft has in Game Pass, I believe. Right I, I, I personally think. Because remember, if we take it from the perspective of the PS4 and the Xbox One, Sony's tapping into 100 million people. Yeah. Microsoft's tapping into 50 or 60. Right. If, if we take last generation's numbers... What clouds it now is the shortage and they can't get as many consoles out there. I think that's part of the reason Sony's going to hold off until they can get enough PlayStation 5s out there. Like right now, they've got about, what, 18 million PS5s out there in the wild in people's hands? 18, PS5s? roughly, give or take. 18, oh, okay. Yeah, give or take, about 18 or so. I, I, can't, I don't know exactly the number. So if you're adding 
day one games to PlayStation Plus now, you can't really have more than 18 million on that highest tier. Because people aren't going to subscribe if they don't have a PlayStation 5, are they? Do you well, know what I mean? So it, next gen, yeah. It's silly to do it now. Yeah. And their um, streaming does not support and probably will never, at least not in the meantime, will not support PlayStation 5 games the same way Xbox. And that's the other thing. The content. streaming doesn't support PS5 games. They don't have the streaming in a lot of countries and there aren't a lot of PS5s out there. So they're not going to do day one now. So right. anyone that was expecting day one now or anytime right. soon, I've got news for you. It ain't going to happen. We're, we're not going to be seeing day one games in the, the highest tier until a they have enough ps5s out there in the wild to justify it and until they can get their streaming shit together so and maybe a pc may... store right like you need the Sorry? pc stuff and probably need a you PC also store need the probably. pc stuff yes um the only exception to that rule could be if this cross-gen thing keeps going which i don't know how much longer it's going to go for for sony if they're, if they're still going to keep releasing games like God of War and Horizon and stuff on PlayStation 4, then I could see them going day one a little bit earlier because they've got 116 million PS4s to tap into. Right. But we think they're that's changing. The only, that's the only way. But we have no idea how much longer this um, crossover thing is happening for Sony. Um, so that's the spanner in the works. But mark my words, you know, what episode is this? 103. Feel free to bookmark it, whatever. Sony's going to put day one games into a subscription eventually. It's yeah. going to I actually, happen. I, I actually agree with you on that, Nick. And actually, I've been kind of, you know, I've been on some podcasts kind of arguing the same point. And, and you know, and it goes to, well, they don't need to. And, then, and, I, and I think people underestimate the impact of it when it is, when... The more ubiquitous gaming does get and the more they kind of mm. move from it just being a console right and that's where sony is today like they don't have a pc store they don't have a streaming infrastructure that can go to lots of regions you know yeah. to all the regions that's why they partnered they, with microsoft yeah and and to probably and, get that going and you bring up a good point that i didn't even think about but you know like uh insomniac has said you know spider-man is ps5 only so like what are you going to do you're going to launch god of war and then now you're going to have only next gen you know ps5 games if that's the transition if it's 2023 is the year they go ps5 only now your base is like you're saying it's it's small it's not a hundred mm. plus million it's it might right. be, I don't I don't know what that'd be at that time, but it's not going to be big because we know this chip shortage is going into the next year. But um, mm. but I do think people like uh you know the one the one other area that I think uh, a, a lot of people focused on was the virtuous. <laughs> like, oh my god. That, that so when tough. are people gonna learn? Jim Ryan <laughs> says what he needs to say. I've said this at before. <laughs> First they were protecting the children, and that's not why they're doing crossplay. Then they added crossplay. Then they were saying, who plays old games? <laughs> then they're bringing back old games. Come on, guys. We can't be that gullible. We can't be that naive. Jim will say what he needs to say at the time. So right now, he needs to appease the Twitter fanboys and all the hardcore PlayStation gamers that believe PlayStation games are art at $70. And he's going to talk about how virtuous and amazing our games are. And if we put our games on a subscription service, it's going to affect the quality. That's such garbage. Microsoft just had the greatest year in Metacritic history and they release all their games on Game Pass. So how does that narrative fit? It, it, they just spent 
they spent almost eighty billion dollars on gaming companies in the last two years. <laughs> you know, it's like you don't you don't spend. I love I love the 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 thought process that you know they're going to spend eighty billion dollars on games to put out dollar menu. Uh, yeah, like we're going to cut back on development after that. Like, yeah, that, yeah, to yeah. me, that, that reminds me. Like, I used to wait tables like way way back in the day. I remember uh, I had two people come in, uh, and they asked for like a massive hot hot fudge, uh, you know, cake. And they're like, "Hold the whipped cream because we're on a diet." (laughs) (laughs) I want this burger that's this big and large fries and onion rings, but I'll have a diet coke, please. (laughs) Right. It makes no damn sense. It's not. There's no business sense to doing it like that. So. And it's because like those gigantic uh, tentpole IPs, like we've seen it with TV streaming. That's what drives people. Like nobody's nobody's subscribing Ooh. to Paramount because they need a bunch of filler, right? They subscribe yeah. to Paramount because there's like one or two big shows they, they just got to see. And then while yeah. they're on there, maybe they'll fish around and they'll find some other yeah, shows yeah. they like. And that's how Netflix works. Like, And what happens is like if Starfield hits the way we think it will, it'll kind of raise the tide for the next game that comes that's in there. Right. Like when about when about hits and if that hits the way you know and it, it, it and we saw like last year just um you know forza horizon 5 was a 60 dollar game it wasn't out of free to play it had almost 20 million people on day one sharing clips on twitter and like i think people are just underestimating the virality of of what a subscription can do for the content that's in it that's really good and it and so Sony right now does have that mind share. Like if they put God of War out there, they probably would have overnight tens of millions of customers. Yeah, for sure. And that would drive the next ID. That's a new IP that comes out there. More people would try it. And that value Ooh. would go up. But, you know, if you and wait all a of a sudden, of years, maybe more people try out a concrete genie because no one yeah. bought it. So they're right. like, oh, this concrete genie is actually pretty good. And then they might go and try out Entwined and go, wow. I ignored this entwined game because I wasn't a third person narrative, blah, 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 blah. Right. But hey, now that it's on this subscription, I'm giving it a go. It's actually a pretty good game. Maybe yeah. I'll buy it because I like owning my games. Maybe, and maybe I'll buy more it. people would maybe more people will pay like uh $70 for a car in Gran Turismo because it's in because <laughs> they didn't pay for it. It's part of their subscription. So maybe they'll dig into those egregious microtransactions in Gran Turismo 7. Who knows? Um <laughs> hey, Everborn Saga dropped a super chat. I did not know Everborn Saga actually watched this show. Thanks, Hey, mate. what's up, Everborn? Uh, <laughs> how does that equation change once ABK closes? Oh, that's the other part of it. So that goes with what I was just saying. That So far, they've had 25 million subscribers. Uh, right? We yes. think like that's what they announced, right? And yes. That, that's I, without... I did tell everyone it was 25. That's without a, a a PC store that people really think is viable that people want to use. Mm. That's without any streaming right now, and that's with only a handful of AAA exclusives, which would have already appealed to the base. Like, there's no mm. more there's no more Xbox ass Xbox AAA games than Halo and Forza, right? So, so you yeah. got to assume you're not going to drive subscriptions up that much because those customers are probably your early adopters to begin with. So, mm. like. When you start to put out, if you fix the PC store, you close the Activision Blizzard thing, and you put Call of Duty on Game Pass, and you start tying in the marketing there. Yeah. Uh, they, <clears throat> they, they fix they fix content sharing, which is still an issue, and, and that holds them oh back. Oh my god! Don't get me started. Like there's don't a lot of me started. there's so, like there's so many opportunities. <clears throat> Microsoft could 
you know, over the next two, three years, especially if the chip shortage thing, if they resolve that, uh, you could be looking at, I mean, you could be looking at, at like a, a kind of growth that I think people are just underestimating. Mm. And at that point, you know, when you got all these IPs that are, that are huge and again, if, if that, you know, if, if. all these things hit, if all mm. these things hit, um, now all of a sudden they could take that, that mindshare lead that right now Sony has. And I think that is the one danger that they have by saying, you know, we're going to wait until the entire, you know, we're going to wait three years before we do it because we don't need to right now. Uh, the thing is that you can lose, like things change fast, right? Like Fortnite was a nothing burger when it launched and now it's the big, it, it changed like ethics, the superpower because of it. Yeah, yeah. So things change fast in gaming. And I think that I is the one risk, you know? So, you so know, yeah, I think to Everborn's point, when ABK closes, it could change things drastically. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, you know, it's funny, you mentioned the chip shortage. Last week, I said I had to ask permission because I said, I know why Microsoft has so much Xbox stock. Because you know how there was that like Amazon drop just recently and yeah. they sold the most at Christmas and they've been, sell they've been out selling for a few months now, at least the PlayStation 5. Mm -hmm. And I said, look, I actually know why there's so much Xbox stock. I'm just not sure if I'm allowed to say anything. Right. So right. I asked during the week, I'm like, can I mention this on the podcast? And last <laughs> night they're like, yep, go for it. Now I can't, I'm not allowed to give all the details. And someone last week was like, is it money? It kind of is. Like what I was told was, so I think it was around April. I'm not going to open one note because it's going to turn me into a robot. Um, <laughs> actually, maybe I'll open it on my phone. So just so I can make sure I'm reading out the right thing here because I don't want to get anyone in trouble. Oh, it was. It was April. It was almost a year to the day. It was the 5th of April. Uh, I got a DM saying, Microsoft's going to have a lot of consoles available this fall. They're going to have a lot. And they did in the end, didn't they? Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, why is that? Microsoft paid for chip priority. I'm like, interesting. It's like, yep. Microsoft, which is what someone said last week. Was it money? Yeah, effectively it was money. Microsoft paid for chip priority at the factories, which is why we saw so much more and are still seeing so much more Xbox stock now. Why they were able to... Like, think about it logically, right? Like, this shouldn't be a major shock to people. But Microsoft managed to fill server blades with Series X APUs. They managed to make a Halo limited edition console. And they managed to sell the most Xboxes. As well as, look at the stock they've got now. We're now in April and they've still got a ton of stock now. They've been flooding the market with stock. How do you think they pulled that off in the chip shortage? They paid for chip priority. Um, so yeah, that's just, I, I had to hold off because I wasn't sure if I was allowed to say anything and... Now I got told that I could. So that's why Microsoft, yeah, money was the reason. Microsoft paid effectively to be able to increase that production and have more stock, yep. which to me, smart investment. Yeah. Like this is, this is the time to do it. Like get stock out there. People want stock. You want, you, I mean, you want more subscribers on Game Pass. You're not going to get them yep. if people can't have a console. Like, right. And I understand that's why the streaming exists. 
It's not ready for right, Brighton Town. Yeah. Right now, I don't think xCloud is in a position where someone's going to subscribe yeah. to Game Pass just to stream their games. No, I don't think so Because the irony is the best xCloud experience is on the console. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and you can't get the console. So right. I, I don't think it's in a position to do that yet. So right now, your, your biggest driver of subscriptions is going to be that hardware. And clearly they know that, which is why they made this investment. Um, did you, it wasn't did you a ever get on the show notes? But yeah, did you ever get any like? Because I I've heard and I don't know what the specifics are, but their attach rate's pretty good with Game Pass with new console uh, sales. I believe it is, and I think all access is a big driver of that too. Yeah, yeah, because um, it forces that. Are we back? Pa, oh, the audience dropped right off. Are we back? Are we back? Something's happening. Oh wait. Am I, uh, I'm looking at, I'm seeing myself moving on the screen now. <laughs> there it is. Can they hear us? Are we Can back? Can they hear us? Are we back? Okay. It looks like we're back. Oh, From what I right. can see, it looks like we're back. <laughs> all right. Tell oh all my your friends, God. come back. <laughs> how is it possible that you and John don't know how to delay Windows updates? I have literally <laughs> checked it before we went live. I checked it. It said, you have no updates. <laughs> nothing, nothing pending, nothing live. All of a sudden, it just says Windows is restarting for update. Bloody Windows 11. Oh, yeah. man. It is literally now, said to be paused during the show. I have it said. Do apologies, not everyone. Nah, well, we, were talk were we still talking about PlayStation Day 1 games? We were, weren't we? No, you were on Series X um, getting restocked. Oh, yeah, the chip priority. Yes, yes, yes. Well, that's funny. I saw people in the chat being like, oh, Microsoft took him out for opening <laughs> his mouth. <laughs> Phil just made a phone call and said, cut the stream right now. Um, but no, but that was sort of, I only, that was only a deviation from what we were talking about because Abe kept mentioning chip shortage, chip shortage. I'm like, oh, yeah. that reminds me, blah, blah, blah. We were sort of talking about the PlayStation Plus thing ultimately. Yeah. And we did get a super chat from Somnia. Uh, things are changing at PlayStation. Half their games will be live service. The insane yeah. budget model they build can't exist alone. That's exactly right. Like, yeah, yeah. For, for the people wondering, oh, they're never going to put their games on day one PlayStation Plus. Have you not noticed all the multiplayer and games as a service games they're investing in and the studio? Yeah. And this is, oh, that's right. That's what I was saying before. I feel for Jim Ryan. So he has to consider the hardcore PlayStation fans like we were talking about before because they're the ones that... He's also got to think about Sony Japan because he's probably he's probably pisses them off too with a lot of the stuff he does. So he's got to think of them as well. Modernize them and wants to keep up. Like yeah. he's not dumb. I mean, he he knows what he's. You can hear him. He uh, he understands the market. Oh, and that's do I why sound they're like not... a robot again. Oh no, I don't robot. Sound like... oh, robot! I keep seeing it in the chat. That I sound like a robot. We all sound like robots. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> it says Nick is an expert. Uh, do I? <laughs> hold on. Do I? I don't know what to do if I sound like a robot. I haven't done anything on my end. Yeah, I have no idea why it's doing it. I have nothing open. So. Here, let me. Uh, am I a robot? It should be or fine now. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's just random. It seems like it's StreamYard because 
the actual StreamYard thing has been messing up. And now it's going back to it. Yeah. Hmm. Yep, it's messed yeah. Up. yeah, yeah. You know. Oh. <laughs> Look at the chat. Everyone just gets a Jesse robot. Jesse bot. Uh, yeah, it's stream it's right. something with StreamYard, man. I don't know why. Oh god. But um Are we are are me and it mean uh, I have no idea. We we're gonna have to push through, I guess. <laughs> it it looks like it's just going back and forth. <laughs> um Yeah, StreamYard's being annoying. Um but yeah, Jim Jim has a lot of parties to please in trying to do what he's doing and he's doing it all in a very slow and purposeful way like he needs to do these things slowly so the the way i assume it's going to happen is he will probably start by saying okay you know he'll start what they've done now you know god of war is going to be on this and spider-man's going to be on this and ratchet and clank and returnal or not ratchet and clank returnal's going to be on this and all that sort of stuff so they'll probably start by maybe doing an ea play type thing where the games appear six months to a year later yeah i think so because then the 70 dollar people will buy them straight away knowing that they can't wait a year for the game to come to the streaming service I can. Took it to heart. <laughs> right, I'll just right. I'll just wait a year for those games to come. There's no multiplayer population to worry about. Right. When the time comes, I'll get it on the subscription service. But eventually, you will see their day one games appearing on there because everyone's like they can't afford it. They can't afford it. Yes, they can. Like if they've yeah. got if they've got fifty million people subscribing to the highest tier, you know how much money that is per month that they're getting. Yeah, like that's, that's huge. Like that pays for two or three Last of Uses in a month, right? Like, and then you don't, then you don't need because right now, like their model has been like you, you, they, they they went. You think about they had a couple big games in twenty twenty, and then you know you had a smaller version of Spider Man come out at launch, and you know in a Demon Souls remake, but like there was gaps. Like you just kind of think about it. There's been big gaps, yeah. and it's like. For any corporation to have like consistent revenue, it the consistency is almost worth more than the potential of higher upside. But but you know doing that all the time because you can't invest yep. the same way. Um, and then like we said, it's gonna it's gonna drive the value of the other IPs and uh, yeah. also and and also we haven't even seen it at this point. We haven't seen that it kills overall game sales. So I think when no. you get to it is start to cannibalize the first party, I think, for Microsoft when they get to a certain level. But the thing is, by then, you're just making so much money, you don't care, right? So it's that's just right. like it's, you're winning either way. So that's the pro- that's yeah. the thing with that. But yeah, so that was a lengthy discussion with a lot of It was. Yeah. But <laughs> in, in, in news that kind of sort of relates to this, because obviously there's been a lot of discussion lately about comparing PlayStation Plus to Game Pass, even though there's... Let's be honest, there's no comparison. And isn't it funny? No, no. You know, it, I, I get disappointed when I see outlets like IGN and GameSpot make charts that compare Game Pass and PlayStation Plus and then just conveniently leave out the one thing that makes it a no contest, which is day one games. Like, right. how do you leave that out? It, it, it's literally... It's literally the reason... Game Pass is so much better. 
like, like compared the Chipotle to the McDonald's dollar menu. It's like, well, you don't even know what food you're without talking about what food you're getting. Does it even matter? <laughs> uh, it's just, yeah, it, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I get disappointed when I see stuff like that. But yeah. as uh, our friend Jez reported on Windows Central, something we've all been screaming for for years is that Game Pass appears to be getting a family plan. Which is amazing news. Like, mm-hmm. you know, here we are in a world where Netflix wants to crack down on password sharing. And then Microsoft's like, ah, oh, nah, don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Family plan for Game Pass, which is, oh, absolutely can't wait. Um, also got a sneaking suspicion that that Game Pass family plan's probably going to be a lot cheaper than people think. I reckon Microsoft's going to go for volume here. I reckon they're going to go aggressive and they're going to go for the throat. That's the question, um, yeah. And they're going to go cheap with this family plan. Or, or I shouldn't say cheap. Cheaper than we are probably expecting with this Game Pass family plan. I reckon. Now, now Britt says like MS uses a target of 2.5 cost for family plans. Like, And I think comparing it to like what they've done with Windows and all that, do we think it's going to be cheaper than that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. My prediction that would... is that game planes are probably going to be robots when we come back to. <laughs> Might as well. Plug my mic. Yeah. So I think oh. I think we're back now. Oh, are we back? Okay. Um. <laughs> so for everyone watching, Abe's not quite aligned properly. I don't know why. Jesse, oh, if not. you can see that. Um, but Jesse is having massive lightning storms where he is. So there's every chance that this stuff's going to keep happening for the rest of the episode. So apologies for that. Um, we'll try to go through fast. Yeah. I've never seen this many issues happen with just one episode. Um, but yeah, so family plan, family plan. Price. We've been, we've been wanting a family plan with Game Pass for ages. Uh, it's great that it seems like it's happening. Um, as I said, I believe it's going to be way cheaper than people think. I think Microsoft's going to go for very high volume on this. Um, oh, no, we froze again. Is... No, no okay, don't say no, that. Back. Okay, we're back. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, maybe we did. I don't know. People are laughing, so maybe we did. Um, <laughs> anyway, that's the game pass. Oh, see, I'm, I'm like, I'm flustered now. Cause I don't know <laughs> if it's going to go again on us or not. Yeah, we'll so, just keep going. We'll just, we'll, oh man, this is just so annoying. Show, this is um, show business, Nick. Now the, oh, the one thing this I, is the worst. The one thing I will say though, about the, uh, the game pass, um, family plan thing, like, cause I, you know, like, I think even in our forums, I kind of heard people saying, well, you know, they can't, uh, you know, it's going to cost them money or, you know, you know, like, how are they going to do that? Because, you know, Netflix is pushing it. I think Netflix is only trying to break it apart now because they kind of, they're hitting a maturation kind of point within their service, I think, where they kind of topped out. When you're in growth mode, yep. you just want the exposure, right? Like, like I, I think about it with my family. My daughter is not like a hardcore gamer, but occasionally she will. Like occasionally I'll get her to join me in the game or, uh, you know, try something out and, and she'll like it. 
uh you know she's 16 going on 17 and she's got a you know uh, her boyfriend you know games and stuff like that i think it was like if i had a family plan i'd just throw her on there maybe her yeah jump on there and it's like and the thing is now you can you 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 start creating new gamers right especially within families Mm. it's like I might as well just get her, in, you know, if she wants uh, a Series S in her room or something like that, throw that in there and, and throw her on the plan. And it's like, yeah, join us. And uh, I don't know, like, I don't play Sea of Thieves, but I'll find something, yeah. you know, some, something for us to play <laughs> together. You, you, play, uh, you play Sea of Thieves. I know. No one plays Sea of Thieves. <laughs> I know John's not here. <laughs> no one plays Sea of Thieves. <laughs> you know, we'll find a good game. We'll find a good game that we can all play together i'm just kidding i know people love that yeah but uh well you know, i like... mean everyone's god jesse's camera's even out yeah he's uh he's popped back in again i think yeah oh we're back again are we i don't <laughs> think so yeah i see i see us moving again uh, <laughs> i i give up i give up no, we're, we're back um, we're back <laughs> i give up so guys we're probably gonna i'm sorry but we're probably gonna need to cut the show early because this is gonna keep happening clearly um and we can't talk to jesse right now i don't think um so i don't know um very well yeah so in the interests of time (laughs) i'm gonna try and do this real goddamn quick okay Game Pass Ultimate's like 15, 16 Australian. I reckon it'll probably go, the family plan will probably go to 20 bucks a month. Australian, probably. Which is a five buck increase because Microsoft already does family stuff anyway with like Office 365 and that sort of thing. So they're no stranger to that. Um, So I reckon the family plan will probably go to 20 bucks Australian a month. I don't know what that is. Just clarify, Nick, before anybody quotes you online. That's that's a prediction, not a... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think it'll be. I don't know. I haven't been told what the price will be. Um, I didn't even know it's a real thing. No one... It's Jez's article thing. It's not mine. I'm just saying what I think it'll be. Um, now, okay. Uh, I don't know if Jess is ready or not. Jesse cut the show early, like... Because it's going to keep cutting out on us. Uh, and we're robots. <laughs> we're robots again. Uh, so, I don't know. Jesse, can you tell us if you're ready for the rumor mill? Do you want to play the video? It's all good. Okay. <laughs> now. Oh, so, I'm going to try and get this out quick because we're going to get cut off again or we're going to end up as robots. So, I did, you know, in my interest of trying to get more confirmation of stuff with my rumors, I reached out to iFire Monkey uh, about this one because someone came to me with more Fortnite rumors. <laughs> Which I know everyone loves. They love their Fortnite rumors. Um, so what I was told was that the Captain Americas, all three 
Captain Americas are going to be coming to Fortnite. And I was like, what? All three? It, like, it took me a while to jerry to what he was talking about. Which is, obviously, traditional Captain America, uh, Sam, as in Falcon Captain America, and what's her name? Peggy? Is it Peggy? I can't remember what her name is. Agent Carter. It wasn't in, in, in What If... by iFire Monkey who said that he found oh we're robots I don't care three Captain Americas <laughs> we I ran it by iFire Monkey who found some artwork showing the three Captain Americas which sort of alluded to the three Captain Americas but I'm like you know what I'm gonna run with it anyway all three Captain Americas are coming to Fortnite I don't care if we're robots that's the rumor mill three Captain Americas coming to Fortnite bye um, what else? <laughs> sorry guys community questions I'm 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 sorry not going to bother with community questions because we're just going to keep getting cut off. Um, so thanks to all our patrons as well. We're probably not going to be able to do the ticker because everything's just going to get cut off. We don't have time for everything. So we're going to have to be really, 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 really quick. Uh, we made it to an hour and a half barely. Uh, so very, very sorry to everyone. We can try to keep going, but it's probably just going to keep getting how, how cut about, off. How about we do this? We... Um, we, we uh... We, we, this will be the next time we cut off is goodbye. So maybe we'll just, yeah, yeah. How about that? Look at that. We'll, okay. we'll keep going, but the next time we cut off is going to have to be goodbye because I feel sorry, sorry for Jesse now. Um, and <laughs> clearly this is going to keep happening while there is lightning storms where he is in Florida. Um, so the it next time we zero. cut off, yeah, we're probably going to have to say goodbye the next time we cut off. Um, if that hasn't happened already, um, so yeah, so that was the rumor mill. Apparently, three Captain Americas are coming to Fortnite, probably to coincide with multiverse movie. Would make sense. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't matter. When we're out. When we're out. We're done. So we'll just keep going. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, do we bother trying to go to the community questions or do we just hope we get through a few as we were talking about stuff? We could do a few and just see what happens, right? And, uh, it, like I said, if get in the middle and we're done, then that's it. <laughs> Maybe. I'm a robot again, so <laughs> yeah. this is a disaster of it's, an episode. Absolute disaster. And everyone's going to be like, see, that's what happens when John doesn't host. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with the John hosting or not hosting. Uh, hey, they're going to think I'm the bad luck. It's like, oh, look at every time Abe shows up. I don't up. know. Every time Abe shows up, something this. goes wrong. <laughs> uh, all right. You know what? Let's just try and burn. Don't even worry, Jesse, about bringing up the community. Don't move. I'll oh, figure it out. Don't move the antenna. Wherever, just, wherever your wires are. Let's just let's right. just try and burn through these as fast as possible. Okay. Dirty Flynn. Hey, John and Human Trash Polnik. I noticed last week you got three questions in a row, starting with you wake up. Was there any fear you were in a coma and this was your subconscious trying to wake you? No. The problem is that 
every time big news happens, I am sleeping. So I wake up to stuff constantly. It's very, very frustrating for me. Okay. Shadowless Edge. Getting in early. Hey team, can't help with all the Sony news around Nick this week, but to ask if you have seen a series of animated shorts from the late double O's about a young boy who is mistaken to be the world's number one action movie star, Dr. Tran. Great short animations that gave me a good laugh when I revisited them a few weeks, uh, a few weeks back. I especially invite Nick to watch a short called Dr. Tran Mail, season one, episode six, Keith cares, as I think it is something that would strongly resonate with him regarding his so-called involvement in the news this week. Anyways, a good topic of discussion came up around cheesing in some of my circles this week, and I wanted to get both of your thoughts on it. Cheesing is video game slang for beating tasks or enemies through tactics, while not exactly cheating, are certainly not following Queensbury rules. Firstly, what are your thoughts on cheesing? And secondly, have you ever partaken? Keep up the great show. Yes, cheesing is the best. And I do it a lot in Streets of Rage, where I can just sit there and just like tap someone till they die without having to actually play it properly. Yeah, I think there's a loose definition on cheesing. Like I feel like in every single Dark Souls game, Souls born stuff, I feel like there's a, there's a way to cheese a lot of those bosses. Yeah, yeah. And um, if it is there, it's in the game. It's, it's fair, right? So, uh, by the way, by the way, Nick, I do the new game plus. It is like the it's like the revenge tour. Yeah, yeah. I probably the first would. half of those bosses. <laughs> I reckon we're but, robots uh, again. Wait. We're robots again. Oh, oh no, son of a bitch. It okay. doesn't. We've got to burn through these. And creaky legs, I hate what you've done right now. Okay, Big Glow 25. With E3 being cancelled, are they still going to do their E3 show like last time or are the rumour of two showcases you told us about last time, are they now back? Cheers and keep up the great work. Damn, we should have read this during the show. Um, yeah, I, 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 maybe those shows will be back. I'm not sure. Uh, I hope so. But we sort of talked about this before. Yeah, we talked about it. Hopefully they do some spiritual Creaky stuff. legs. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is this thing, Creaky Legs? Um, uh, oh, this is so long. Hello, all. I was wondering why people have such a problem with Master Chief taking his helmet off. I mean, Nick is a beautiful man. Why spend millions of dollars to hide that face behind a mask all the time? Bruce Wayne isn't always show a lot. I'm glad it's not a paint by numbers or books of the games. God, if it was the games, it would be way more thin on actual story. Um, oh my God, because we're in a hurry, I can't read all of this. There's so much. This is a thesis. Um, <laughs> it's basically uh, about what we were talking about before, about the Halo show and what we think and da da da. da. Oh my God, there's a thesis here, and I can't, I can't read all of this given how quick we have to be. It's like <laughs> full on. So, sorry, Creaky Legs, we're in a hurry, and you got my we got you, you got our thoughts on Halo before. We were talking about it at length. Well, sorry. just to elaborate, so we uh, me and me and the panel actually, uh, and, and you had me at Halo yesterday. We actually had a discussion on this stuff. Uh, I tend to be the that the uh, it, we had a split, so I'll just say that. So if you want to kind of like listen to that, uh, they can get a decent debate on it. I'm not. I, I, I'm fine with Master Chief taking his helmet off. I don't feel like he feels like the Master Chief underneath the helmet, though. 
which some people are fine with on this show, but I, but I, I, I am, I am over robots again. Okay, that was. Uh... <laughs> Did you? Oh, shit. I was just listening to how he sound. It's so funny. Oh, oh man, this sucks. This sucks. <laughs> All right, this is like the worst technical. Okay, well, Ventus, I hope you're doing well. As usual, pick one or both. Worst gaming fear, what is it? Or worst non-gaming fear? We've had this question before. My huh. worst non-gaming fear is like those unstable services. Worst gaming fear? My worst gaming fear already came true. Sega left the console industry. That already happened. What about you, Abe? Gaming fear... <sighs> I'm just not afraid of too much. I mean, we're just making up stuff right now. Um, I mean, I, you know, I think if any, I think if any of the uh, the big platforms today went under, I, that that would obviously suck. I'm not, you know, I, I like the competition. Uh, non gaming about my kids, so that's it. I'm, I'm boring on that, but uh, <laughs> that's that's all we got. Jesse hasn't. I don't know. Maybe I can try figure out a way to fix this because now I want to fix it. Now I we just retire the show. I don't know. Am I still a robot? Am I still a robot, everyone? Can you tell me? Am I still a robot? Come on, chat. Tell me if I'm still a robot. Uh, no one's maybe. saying anything. Am I still a robot? Hmm. Someone say something. Okay, I'm not a robot anymore. Oh my god, thank oh, you. Oh good. What about Abe? Is Abe a robot? Am I a robot? Is Abe a robot? Hmm. I fixed it. Good. I'm the best. I'm not even the producer and I fixed it. I am the best. What did you okay. do? Alright. Oh now it's gone back. It looks like it's gone back. All right, maybe maybe we should just um, we should just say. Sarah. I thought I fixed it. How many more questions are there? Oh my god, there's so many more questions. And I think we, gotta, we are going to we're going to be robots just, for the entire why thing. Why, why don't you save the questions for the next show? Anything that we didn't answer? Yeah, look, I, I think look, I'm sure our patrons that have asked all these questions uh, will understand why um because this has been an unmitigated disaster (laughs) (laughs) it has been an unmitigated disaster so we are gonna have to cut the show off and hope that jesse has better weather (laughs) next time um weather it is what it is we squeezed in a rumor mill we talked about some stuff. We got some community questions out. We did our best. So, right now, we don't know what Jesse is doing. Oh, yeah. Jesse, I know you can hear me and you can see me. I am making an executive decision. And I am. I am reading StreamYard chat. I know. Uh, I, 
I'm reading StreamYard chat, but the problem is the entire podcast, we are sounding like robots. So yeah, that is why I am cutting, I am making an executive decision and I'm cutting the show off early because as funny as it sounds, hearing the entire pod after yeah it's gonna yeah it's funny the two seconds i keep hearing it on my phone it makes me laugh very very much it's quite funny (laughs) but kind of draining so right yeah yeah well yes Thanks, thank, thanks <laughs> for understanding. Hopefully, um, yeah. But unfortunately, we have to go. Abe, sorry, <laughs> if this is the episode. <laughs> yeah. It's all good. Yeah. So with that, I'm gonna, yeah, I was just about to say. With that, I'm going to say ciao for now. Autobots roll out. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll. See you guys next week. Very, very sorry. But, yeah. See you all next week. Autobots, roll out.